Here's our next example. Right? We want to find the critical points, this time, of the function. Again, two variables, 4 over x plus 2 over y plus xy. So how do we find critical points? We're going to what? Find the first partial with respect to x, find the first partial with respect to y, set them equal to 0, and then try to solve. This time, the algebra is going to be a little bit more interesting, though. So the partial with respect to x is what? Well, hmm, 4 over x. How are you going to do that? Well, the easiest way is probably to consider this not, you don't want to do a quotient rule, right? You want to consider this as what? 4x to the negative 1, right? And if you thought of this as 4x to the negative 1, right, then the derivative is just what? Negative 4x to the negative 2, right? Of course, if you'd use the quotient rule, you would come up with the same thing, right? If you use the quotient rule, you would get what? The denominator, x, times the derivative of the numerator, so that's 0, so we don't need that term, minus what? Minus the numerator, 4, times the derivative of the denominator, which is 1, so that's minus 4, over what? The denominator squared, x squared, so that's what we have, right? So this is negative 4 over x squared, right? The derivative of 2 over y, of course, is 0 when we're differentiating with respect to x, okay? And the derivative of xy when we're differentiating with respect to x is what? Is just y, okay? So we get this. All right, okay, the partial derivative with respect to y is what? Zero, right, because x is a constant. This will be what? We can do the same trick, right? Think of this not as 2 over y, but as 2y to the negative 1. So the derivative will be what? Negative 2y to the negative 2. So negative 2y to the negative 2, right? And the derivative of xy with respect to y <clears throat> is just x, okay? And we can rewrite that as negative 2 over y squared plus x, all right? So now we have our two first partial derivatives, and what we have to do now is what? Right, set them equal to 0. So we have <clears throat> negative 4 over x squared plus y equals 0. And negative 2 over y squared plus x equals 0. All right? If we solve this equation for y, that's easy enough. y is what? We'll just flip this term on the other side, and we'll get what? y equals 4 over x squared. All right? Now, if we take this, y equals x squared, 4 over x squared, and we substitute right, for y, we'll get what? Minus 2 over... 4 over x squared 
square plus x equals zero. All right? So that's what? That's negative two over sixteen over x to the fourth plus x equals zero. All right, this is a complex fraction, if you will. 2 over 1 over 16 over x to the fourth. So we can what? We can invert and multiply. So I'll put in all the steps. So it'll be negative 2 over 1 times x to the fourth over 16, right? When you divide by a fraction, right? We're dividing by a fraction. And what do you do? You turn the fraction upside down and multiply. So we get this, okay, plus x equals 0, right? So that's what? That's negative x to the fourth over 8 plus x equals 0. If I clear the fraction by multiplying the whole equation by the common denominator 8, right? So multiply, multiply multiply both sides of the equation, right, by the least common denominator, right, which is equal to 8, right, this is just a little quick algebra, right, so we'll multiply the whole equation, both sides, by 8, and we'll get what? Here we'll get what? negative x to the fourth, there goes the fraction, plus 8x equals 0, right? And now, this, in, this equation is pretty easy to solve. If we factor out a minus x, right, we'll get x cubed, right? There's minus x to the fourth, right? And then what? Minus 8. Right? Minus x times minus 8 is plus 8x. So that's good. Equals 0. All right. So then we'll get x is 0 or x is 2. All right. Now, what do you have to say about x is 0? Well, x equals 0 if you go back to our original function. Right, we've got to go all the way back to our original function, right? And what do you have to say about the original function? Well, the domain of our original function is what? Well, x can't be 0, and of course y also can't be 0, right? So if we come back here, right, then... This solution, x equals 0, we can throw away because it's not in the domain. Right? So the only critical number that we have to worry about is x equals 2. So if x is equal to 2, we still need what? y and z. Do you remember how much y is? Right? Do you remember we had the equation y equals 4 over x squared? Right? I had it circled. Right? It's right over here. y equals 4 over x squared. 
Okay? So, if x is equal to 2, y will be what? 4 over 2 squared, right? Is 4 over 4 is 1. Okay? And then z is f of what? 2, 1. Right? x is 2 and y is 1. And our original function is what? 4 over x, right? Plus what? Plus 2 over y, okay? Plus x times y, right? So that's what? That's 2 plus 2 plus 2. Okay, so z will be 6, and finally, right, our critical point is what? x is 2, y is 1, and z is 6. All right, again, why did we want to find this critical point? Well, because we think it may be a maximum or a minimum. It may not be either a maximum or a minimum, but in, in a little bit, we'll get to classifying critical points as what, maximums, minimums, saddles, or, or there's one other possibility, but you'll have to wait for a few minutes because I want to do a couple more examples with you to find the critical points.